beautiful souls, I'm back. I feel like I have been gone forever. I have missed being in front of this camera and just pouring my heart out to y'all and sharing my stories of overcoming, you know, the, the mental anguish associated with grief and trauma and depression and anxiety through the restorative, transformative, and healing power of self-love. Y'all know who I am. I am Goddess Susie, your radiant, vibrant, and sexy-ass host of the Divine Empowerment Podcast, and I am so excited to be back with you all. I'm like, I have to do a podcast. Like, I have really missed being here, but I had to take a minute because, you know, I was really just trying to really keep busy right after my daughter died. And that's not the healthy way to get through your grief, right? It's to busy yourself. You really do have to take time, sit down, process those emotions, let them flow through you. And I'm very thankful for the six months that I spent in Texas and being by the water because that helped me tremendously, right? I was in Corpus Christi. I stayed there for six months. And then I got a job opportunity with American Airlines. Uh, so I had to go for the in-person interview, but I didn't get selected. And that left me in Dallas. And God said it's time for me to go somewhere else. So here I am. I will not reveal my location um, because I, I like doing that. Um, because I'm protecting myself, right? I'm protecting my peace, my sanity, and um, the less people know about where I am, I'll reveal my location if, you know, uh, God has me move somewhere else. But right now, we're in a safe location and um, a different location. So, um, you know, it's been a minute since I've done a podcast and, um, like I said, I just been, you know, taking the time to get my heart right, you know, after those people allowed the spirits of jealousy and hate to consume their intrusive thoughts and they killed my baby. You know, it's, it's been a rough journey, but I'm back. Um, I will definitely get emotional. Um, as I'm talking, but uh, we're going to start the podcast a little different. I am creating a new format. Um, so we're going to do um, the self-love affirmation first. Of course, we're going to open up with three deep breaths. We're going to do that self-love affirmation. We're going to get it into our spirit. We're going to open up our heart to receive that love that we have for ourselves. And then we're going to go ahead and get into today's podcast. And then I'm going to do my cards like I normally do. Uh, I might read some stuff from Scattered Thoughts. This is my biggest. <laughs> Look at this. 547 pages. I could not believe it when I finished this. So I definitely want, because this, this writing, writing has helped me tremendously on my healing journey and overcoming, um, you know, the mental anguish of psychological abuse and just really getting those feelings and those emotions out. Because although people may not like it, 
you know, when you are sharing your story about abuse and overcoming, they may not like it, right? Your abusers are not going to like it because they don't see, they don't see that them, themselves that way, right? They don't, they don't see their actions towards others as abuse, right? And that's a huge problem, right? Um, the same way, you know, the people who killed my daughter, you know, like, they don't see their actions as, you know, hey, I, maybe they do. I don't know. But, you know, it's I, my mind, my mind just can't, can cannot wrap around it, you know, because my heart is not set up like that. You know, we all experience pain. We've all been through pain. And that's no excuse for you to try and take that on somebody else or hurt somebody else, you know. Um, but um, and then um, I'm going to I'm going to start again because God is guiding me to um, to do the prayer to close it out with a prayer. So we're going to do that. So we're going to go ahead and get into a nice um, sitting up straight position. Close your eyes and just take three deep breaths. We're going to. Inhale peace, exhale the bullshit, okay? So on the count of three, and we'll take three deep inhalations and three exhalations. We'll do the self-love affirmation, and then we will jump into the podcast. So one, two, three, inhale. Let's just put our right hand over our heart center and let's say these words to ourselves and mean them. I love me. I am enough. I am worthy. I am appreciated. I am approved. I am amazing. I am all powerful. I am all knowing. I am content, I am beautiful, I am unlimited, I am abundant, I am passionate, I am compassionate, I am fearless, I am lovable, I am blessed, I am grounded, I am loved, I am a creator, I am limitless, I am wise, I am happiness. I am a masterpiece. I am peace. I am prosperous. I am wealthy. I am healed. I am whole. I am complete. I am positive. I am a goddess. I am divine. I am a light to this world. I am a giver. I am selfless. I am courageous. I am faithful, I am empathetic, I am talented, I am intellectual, I am intuitive, I am aware, I am valued, I am abundant, I am respected, and I love me. I am the almighty governing presence of my life and my world, and I am a self-sustaining, harmonious, 
well and healthy being which carries me through everything that confronts me. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. Yes. And so that I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. And thank you is the hope, hope and no prayer. You know, because healing is really about you forgiving yourself more than it is about you forgiving anybody else, right? Because you're constantly going to have people on your journey that, you know, especially when you're healing, you're constantly going to encounter people who aren't ready for that, right? Because when you're, when you're in healing, you're evolving, you're walking in your divine light, it's, it is like a target, right? I was, um, I haven't talked to my mom, my family, um, my son, I've been emailing my son, but you know, I'm like, this year really is about me because, um, you know, when, when Aaliyah was alive and I was saying, oh, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable in my singleness, I was, right? But I did have someone there, right? I had my child there, so I was taking care of her and I was, you know, focusing on her. The focus was not fully on me. It was, you know, I, I shared focus um, with her and her, um, you know, her passions and supporting her. And I also was focused on me. And like, I had made this video on TikTok, you know, it's um, this song like, I'm just being my best self. Ah, better than being someone else. I, I'm just being my best self. And um, it's by Chris and T. But yeah, that's who I, I was. I was doing that. I was, you know, in the in the parking lot in Durham. You know, what I'm saying doing videos, dancing, doing my covers. I was being her. I was being Susie when Aaliyah was alive. So why would I stop being Susie after Aaliyah's death? You know, is it are some days hard? <laughs> yes, but I'm still me. You know, and, and like a lot of people will be like, you know, you know, oh, her smile is fake or she's faking her happiness. No, I'm not. I have for one, who are you? <laughs> I mean, and and I don't mean that like in a condescending way, but who are you for me to fake my happiness or fake my smile? I will I will be crying with tears in my eyes, streaming down my face, still with a smile on my face. Because Aaliyah was a huge part of my life. She added to my happiness and she added value to my life. But she wasn't my source of happiness. The love that I have for myself is my source of happiness. That's how I'm able. And, and so, you know, when I say um, the love I have for myself, that's the love that I have. That God, you know, because when I learned how to love myself, guess what? I tuned in and tapped into that energy of God and I could fully receive the love that God has for me and all of creation, you know? And um, I recently said I'm going to stop saying um, God is the him because God is them, male and female energy, right? So whenever I say like, you know, my, my favorite scripture, let me get it up because I already got it up. Um, my favorite scripture is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And it, it, it says, trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. 
Listen to God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. It says he's, but I'm going to say God's the one who will keep you on track. Don't assume that you know it all. Run to God. Run from evil. Your body will glow with health. <laughs> your very bones will vibrate with the life, with life. And that's why I'm happy. Because my very bones are vibrating with life. And I'm glowing with health, right? Because I, 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 I let go of all of those addictions. And, you know, it, it, you know healing is a never-ending journey, right? This is, this is a continuous journey. Self-love and healing is a continuous journey, something that you have to put in day after day after day. But your health is your wealth, right? And I mean a healthy mind, a healthy spirit, you know, that's why I glow. <laughs> that's why I'm full of life. That's why I'm happy, even in the midst of my pain. That doesn't change anything. And we all have gone through pain, right? We've all experienced pain, trauma, depression, anxiety. And yes, some people find it very difficult to move on, to press on, or carrying that pain. Because you got to realize that that's not who you are. Pain is not who you are. And I let that identity go a long time ago before Aaliyah's death, right? I let that 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 trauma, that pain go. Is, is it forever a part of me? Absolutely, because it happened to me. But I don't have to keep carrying it with me. I'll always carry this grief. That was my daughter. That was my baby. But, you know, I've had this, I've seen this video with uh, KRS-One on TikTok. He said that when a loved one passes, it means your whole entire life is about to level up. And they've become a guide on your journey. And he said, continue to live as if they were still here. And because we have to realize we're a spirit, right? These are avatars. These are, these are vessels. These are, think of it like a car, right? To get from one place to another, well, I don't have a vehicle right now, but uh, you know, catching a bus, right? That's a vehicle. Catching an airplane, that's a vehicle. That's a mode of transportation. Getting an Uber, that's a mode of transportation. Or having a vehicle, that's a mode of transportation. Our spirits need a mode of transportation. And, and, and here's the thing, though. My daughter was vibrating at a higher level than I was. Like, and I didn't see it until after... You know, like I look at this picture that I have of her on my phone with her and her LED glasses and she just like in this stance and it's like, man, she was glowing. <laughs> she was glowing. And those hateful, jealous energies, they saw that. And they didn't want that light, right? She was a happy child. And though those 
those malevolent energies, which we all possess them, right? It, we all possess the light and the dark. And every day, you know, it's a fight. It, it, it's a fight with ourselves to, to, to subdue, to subdue that, that darkness, that beast, right? Because yeah, we can go on a, a tirade, right? When we've been hurt or, or felt like, because a lot of the times we think that we, you know, that somebody has wronged us, it's really a trauma response. It's because we haven't healed something from our childhood and we feel offended, right? We feel neglected, we feel rejected, we feel abandoned, whatever the case may be. It's a trigger, right? And, and triggers are really our guides. But a lot of people allow their triggers to become their, their revenger, right? They allow their triggers to to hurt someone else. Oh, they're not going to hurt me. They're not going to do this to me. I'm going to get them back. And we can't we, we can't continue on in this life like that. You know? We'll never have peace until we have peace within ourselves. And if every time you're triggered, you feel like you have the right to go out and hurt another person, you'll never heal. You'll never heal. And I get it. I understand it. There are some people in our lifetime right now that are not going to heal. And their souls will come back because they haven't learned the lessons. They keep continuing to hurt people day after day after day, year after year after year. Right? Let me finish my scripture. Honor God with everything you own. Give God the first and the best. Your barns will burst. Your wine vats will brim over. But don't, dear friend, resent God's discipline. Don't soak under the loving correction. It's the child he loves that God corrects. The father's delight is behind all of this. And, you know, I, I was, I, I caught my mom, um, it wasn't yesterday, it probably was two days ago, but you know, I was just like, um, cause it's been, it's been about six months, right? Cause I, I, I'm, I'm cutting, you know, I'm closing everybody off for six months and this next six months too, you know, because it's, it's about me and people, they might take offense to it, you know, they might feel some type of way, but, um, and I'm not explaining myself anymore. You know, God is, God is guiding me, right? And I'm going and I'm going. The spirit is guiding me. That God energy, that higher self is guiding me. Aaliyah is guiding me, you know, and I'm going. And I don't have to explain myself to anybody. I don't have to explain why I'm doing what I'm doing. And you know what? In actuality, this was the life that I was supposed to be living before I decided to get into that relationship and have children. You know, in hindsight, is 2020, right? Because had I been living like this and doing what I needed to do and loving myself and traveling and just really enjoying me, I would have attracted better. I, you know, and and um, 
there's like this 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 lady on TikTok. Her name is um, Priscilla, Priscilla the Queen Maker, right? And like she's she's teaching. You know, it's the same. You know, it's the same. It's the same realm, right? Because I teach about self love, but mine is from a you know um, psychological abuse trauma. You know, um, uh, lane. You know, and she's teaching. Um, but but I'm also teaching, you know, women to really stand up in your divine power because I really do believe that once a woman starts to stand up in her divine power, she stops allowing certain things, right? You start protecting your boundaries, right? You start being firm with your boundaries. You don't give chance after chance after chance, right? The first chance, the first time is 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 enough, right? Because the more chances that you give somebody to disrespect you, they're going to continue to disrespect you. And you have to learn as a woman that you are the creator. You are the creator. You create. You you give bodies to souls. Aaliyah came through my portal. The womb is the portal to this realm. I'm straight from heaven. I'm straight from the divine. We are a direct connection to the divine. So why would you ever, why would you ever feel like you needed to, why would you ever think that you were below a man? I'm not saying that, you know, a, a man is nothing, but we need to get back to a matriarch society, right? Because we are the true leaders. They are here to be our helpmates, right? So if, if I, oh, oh, she, she says that, you know, um, Basically, no man can love, right? And I agree with her to some extent, right? I believe, and here, here's my theory, 99% of men don't know how to love. They don't. Why? Because they're still in that unhealthy state. I believe there's only 1% of men that have truly done the work and, you know, have tuned into themselves have learned to love that divine feminine within themselves because that's the only way that you're going to be able to love a divine feminine in the flesh is when you love her in the spirit. So, um, and, and when I say 1%, remember, there's billions and billions of people on this planet, right? But you're going to continue to keep attracting what you still have in your heart. That's why it's so important for you one, to know what you want, right? What you're going to accept and what, you know, you got to know your deal breakers. You you have to know this about yourself. What, what mess, what, because we all do. We all come with mess, right? We do. Like I said, we'll continue to carry pain and trauma with us. But you got to realize what mess you're willing to deal with and what mess you're not willing to deal with, right? And so... And you also have to create your boundaries, right? You have to stand firm on your morals and values. Like me, I'm not having sex with any. I'm not sharing my sexual energy unless we have been dating as friends, right? On a friendly level. No kissing, no touching, none of that stuff. On a friendly level, like really getting to know each other and taking, you know, taking trips together, having separate rooms, like enjoying each other's companionship for six months straight, consistently. I'm not talking about text messaging or being friends on social media and and the thing is is that because a man me and most of these men today have not 
gone to heal their heart, they don't, they don't want to invest, right? Because they have had so much, they've experienced so much trauma, so much pain, so much heartbreak that they, they're, they want to rush into things, right? And a lot of that is to gain power and control because they feel powerless when they, when they attach themselves emotionally. But if a man will only attach to you emotionally if you have, if you're willing, you know, if you're taking that time and, and, and getting to know each other, you have to get him emotionally and mentally invested. Otherwise, and that's on me. That's me, right? If you want to date me or if you're interested in me, that's, that's my non-negotiable, right? And I'm not doing it on Facebook. I'm not doing it on social media. Right. Because and I saying that everybody is like that, you know, because I know that I am myself. Right. But there are still a lot of people that, wear, that are wearing masks out here, you know, um, you know, and that's why people will say, oh, your happiness and your smile is fake. No, your happiness and your smile is fake because that's that's coming from you. That's how you feel. Right. And, um, you know, like I said before, I don't have to fake. I don't have to fake like none of y'all are paying my bills you know what I'm saying like I don't have to be fake like this is me and I'm gonna shed tears and I'm a I'm a smile too in the same in the same breath right because I realized along this this healing journey over these past really seven years since me and Aaliyah had left you know that that abusive relationship in 2015 is this seven years this is eight years eight years completion so over the course of these eight years I have really taken that time you know I, I didn't have relationships I wasn't constantly in and out of a relationship like it was like years like I think before I had met the last guy that I that I dated it was a year and like how many a year and 14 months, it was like almost two years, you know what I'm saying, since I had actually had a relationship. And then now, since I was in that last relationship, it's been three years. J July next, next Thursday, a week from today, it will be three years. I think that's the longest that I have gone. <laughs> three years, single, not sharing my sex with anybody. Let me har harvesting it all to myself and being in my divine feminine energy. But, um, you know, so like when you say, when I say 1%, that's a, that's a lot of people out of a billion people, right? But I have to be in that space where my heart is open, where I'm trusting again, you know, like, and I'm not saying that I'm not there, but this year is about me. So that's not my focus. That's not my that is not even on my radar. And usually that's when, <laughs> that's when it happens. Right. Um, but you know, um, it's been a little bit rough. So I had called my mom because it, it's, it's been six months, right? I last contacted everybody on the 6th of January. I spent six months in Corpus Christi, just really healing, um, and being by that water and, um, started working again. And, um, you know, just, just really getting back into being me, you know. Um, but it's been rough this month because Aaliyah's birthday is next Tuesday, July 11. My baby will be 15. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm doing my best to remain in that energy. Um, 
you know, and, you know, a lot of us have trouble moving on from relationships, right, that we thought would last forever. Like, you know, I, I had no idea that I wouldn't get to see my daughter graduate, that we would never take that trip to Paris and so many other things, you know. I thought I had, I thought I had three more years, right? But I didn't. I didn't. And a lot of people get stuck there, right? I thought I had some more time. And you don't. But what about the time we had? What about all the memories? I got so many memories. I didn't bring my tissue. But that's what I hold on to. Like we had good times together. You know, I was saying, um, you know, a lot of parents get into it with their children or have strained relationships with their children because they're a reflection of them. And our children having this, this innate ability to trigger us, right? And we're really just staring our little selves in the face, right? And we got two choices. We can either love that little version of ourselves, or we can hate it. And a lot of parents hate the little version of themselves. And I love my little version. <laughs> and when she triggered me, I went into my seat. I remembered that to be who I needed at her age. You know, our children are the most amazing teachers. Why is this coming up? I don't know what happened, but my little, my internet is acting funny, so, but I don't even, I don't need it on this, but, um, you know, they are, they are our greatest teachers, and so many parents want to control the narrative, and they're really our guides, you know, and, you know, I tell y'all all the time, and I'm not saying that me and Aaliyah had, had this, like, perfect relationship, but I enjoyed being Aaliyah's mom. I enjoyed having Aaliyah as a daughter. I enjoyed our our uh, banter. I enjoyed our laughs. I enjoyed our hugs. I enjoyed having her as a daughter. And, um, you know, she brought joy and happiness into my life. I feel like she gave me back little Yanni. I gave her the mother that I never had. I We had a bond and, you know, because I, I talk to her still, you know, like she's here. And, um, you know, I, like I said, I've been having a really rough time. And whenever I'm having one of those days where it's just like really rough, I'll, she'll, she'll show up in my dreams, right? And a lot of people don't understand 
the spiritual, you know, because we are spiritual beings, right? So she's just in another vehicle right now. She's no longer in this type of vehicle, right? But she's in a different vehicle. And, um, but when I have the dreams, she's in the same vehicle, but she's just in a different dimension. And so, um, you know, when I have the dreams, it's like, it's like she's here, right? It's like, she's here. I'm able to hug her. I'm able to hold her. And I know that because, you know, when you, when you fall asleep at night, you actually die, right? And you are in the spiritual realm and you come back to life if you, if you wake back up. Um, so that's why a lot of people say like, this is really the dream, right? This is really the dream. Us being here is the illusion. This is the dream. Well, who we are in the spiritual realm is who we are, right? And so whenever I'm having a rough time, because yes, it's natural, right? We're in this human bodies, right? And this human, this human, this vessel, me, this vessel that has carried pain and trauma misses that other physical vessel. But when I go to sleep, I go back to my spiritual self and we have, we, we, like one time I had a dream, we was at a water park, you know what I'm saying? So, Cause this is the type of stuff that we love to do, you know, I, I, you know, and I'm still going to do that, you know, want to be able to share that with my son, you know, and take him to the different water parks, even though Leah won't be there with us. Cause I did, I, I took him too, but, um, but yeah, you know, like, so, but you know, like I said before, Leah brought so much joy and happiness to my life, but Leah wasn't my sole happiness, you know? My self-love is my sole happiness because even when Aaliyah was like with her dad or she would go with her friends or something like that, I still had to, I still had to love me and learn how to be on my, by myself, right? And, you know, that's what I'm doing now. And so many people place their happiness in things and people. And then when they leave or they die, they struggle to find happiness again. And so that's why a lot of people think that you are faking your happiness, right? No, it's you don't want to be happy because you've experienced happiness, but only because you placed it in somebody else. And that wasn't true happiness. That's not lasting happiness. When you place your happiness in somebody else's hands, they have the power to rip it from you. Or when other people think that something or someone is your soul happiness and they kill my daughter, then I'm supposed to fear being happy again, right? No. Mm -mm. Because I love my daughter with everything that I am. And I also know she wasn't. I have my own happiness. I am my source of happiness. Nothing and no one is my source of happiness. God so when I say that, me, God, is my source for everything, you know? I don't trust in my own understanding, you know? And, um, you know, this I don't think this is why a lot of people have the relationship that they desire to have with God because they can't, right? They don't want to, they can't put their trust in anything, anything. And I get it, right? You, because the things that you can't see have betrayed you, right? 
So why would you trust in something that you couldn't couldn't see? You know. And and I know that you know the whole purpose of that was for me to just you know for my heart to go cold, but my heart won't go cold. You know, the, the whole purpose is um. There's this song um, called Forever that I've been listening to, and they say you better shine on them, baby. You a star forever. Be exactly who you are. Something. They gonna try to change your heart. Don't let them. Because they don't want my love to exist. They don't want me to heal. <laughs> because if you've ever known me, or if you are connected to me, everything, all my healing is affecting you. And that's okay. So, um... I'm going to go ahead and, and start wrapping it up. Um, but I guess the moral of this podcast is. Let me see if I got one. Hold on. Because I think I might have. Um, nope, I don't. So what are we going to call this? One? What are we? I don't know what I'm going to call this. And I guess. You, I, I'll figure it out, but we have to become our own source of happiness because when we're gone, right, that's it. We can't put our happiness in things and people. We can't. They can add to our happiness, but they can't be our sole happiness. Because when we do that, we miss out on life. We miss out on life because, you know, what did, what did the scripture say? Let's go back to the scripture. Your bones will not vibrate with life because you placed it in somebody else's hands. And now here you are vibrating with life and they're not because they placed their happiness in you. Make God your happiness, which is self. Because we are spiritual beings. We are divine spiritual beings. So place that happiness in self. And when tragedy strikes, someone leaves your life, or a loved one dies, you take your time, you grieve, and then you continue vibrating with life. Because you got a different happiness. Nobody can take God from you. Because God is in you. <laughs> and so when when you die, you die with your happiness. Right? So this one is titled Scattered Thoughts, and I have a um earmarks because I've been sharing them on um, I have a, another TikTok page and I'm sharing them on it's my author page because on my TikTok um, it's about self-love right but I'm still I'm still an author I still write and I want to share my writing so that one is um, Susie Boo 75 if y'all want to check that one out but it's all writings nothing else it's not going to be me jumping around if you want to see me jump around 
or um, advertise my journals, you're going to get that on my regular TikTok. Um, but this one is titled Scattered Thoughts. Let me get my um, glasses. Like I said, it's 547 pages. Y'all just, just, I am so proud. And like, um, I just did another one. It's called Gardenias and Sunsets. Um, because that's how I started the writing page. It was Gardenia Sunset because those are my favorites. I love gardenias. And actually the place that me and Aaliyah stayed at before she died, which my son has now, outside there are gardenia bushes. Oh my goodness, and just walking out there and smelling the gardenias, and I love, I love sunrises too, but I think sunsets are my favorite because, and you can get some beautiful, um, you can get some beautiful sunrises, but the sunsets, sometimes the colors, oh my goodness, especially when I was living in Ohio and taking them pictures on the lake, my God, they were, I, I go back and look at them like, actually I've used um, one of those sunset pictures on gardenias and sunsets because my goodness, some colors, like, uh, but yeah, you could get some beautiful colors on sunrise too. I'm not, you know, but if I had to choose one, sunsets would definitely be my favorite. Um, but yeah, that one is like, I think 429 pages. So, and then a, a life without Lee is going to be, I don't know how many pages. Cause I think I'm at like 70,000 words already. So I'm just like proud of myself for, um, one, continuing to write, and two, just like creating so much more depth. Oh my goodness. I'm so I'm so excited about this one. But I just wanted to read the introduction. And then I'm gonna pull some cards. In 2015, I walked away from a 20-year abusive relationship with a man who struggles with narcissistic personality disorder. And I never looked back. Many people who struggle with this disorder are psychologically abusive and seek control of others because they lack self-control. You know, and that's why they're so frustrated and angry, right? Because when they can't control someone, for one, they already feel out of control, right? Because the reason why they have to control somebody else is because they're out of control. They can't control, they have no control over their lives. They have addictions that they don't know how to control. You know, they can't control their anger. I mean, so many things are out of control in their lives. So they look for people that they can control. And eventually, uh, you, you might meet somebody that will let you control them. But eventually that person, and they may, may or not love, you know, be, start to love themselves and realize, you know what, I, you know, we're not here to control other people, right? We're here to control ourselves. That's the true definition of humility, is having self-restraint. It's not about restraining somebody else or controlling somebody else. It's about you and you alone. They battle daily with hateful and negative thoughts about themselves. They do. They're very insecure. And we all are, but it's, 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 a, it's a depth. They're deeply Right? And so that's why they hate themselves. And so they'll act like they like you. They'll act like they love you. And then when they get into a relationship with you or friendship with you, then they'll start to belittle you and start to demean you, you know, and all this other stuff. It's just like, look, about themselves and others. Statistics would have me believe that 85% of women who leave an abusive relationship will experience stalking, harassment, and eventually death at the hands of their abuser. I tried my best not to be another statistic, but my daughter was killed on October 31st, 
2022. Did he do it? I'm not sure. But I have many theories about that night. And even if he didn't do it, even if he didn't conspire with those other people, because, you know, when when one person hates you and they, they look for other people, right? They look for other people to hate. To, you know, it's like a gang thing. Oh, you hate her? I hate her too. Let's try to, you know, that type of thing. So even if he didn't, right? Even if he had absolutely nothing, like he genuinely went out there, took her out there to trick or treat with her friends. You still left her. You neglected her safety. Because you don't leave with your love, right? You don't leave with your love. But again, unhealthy men, they don't know how to love. They don't know how to love themselves. They don't love their children. They don't love their spouse. So, no. And I accept full accountability and responsibility that I knew that. And I still trust him. Um, the writings in this book were composed from January 2021 until October 2022, probably until the end of October 20. Well, actually, um, they were, I want to say, because I started that page October 16th, and some of the writings um, that I had in, in, my, uh, in, my, in my notebooks um, were... Um, some of Gardenia Sunset and some not. So um, I want to say it was like the middle of October that I stopped writing for this book. But psychological abusers often stalk, harass, and bully their prey for two reasons. The first one is fear, and the second is for you to return to their vicious cycle of abuse. Psychologically abusive people thrive off power and control. And when we are controlled by fear, we react from a negative emotional space. A negative emotional reaction clouds our judgment and intuition, which constantly protects and guides us throughout our journey. Many women are killed by their abusers because they fear the statistical outcome and manifested this into their reality. And that's true, you know. And now I'm really at peace because, yeah, my worst fear did come true because I constantly feared that he would hurt me. And like I said, even if he didn't do it, he neglected her, you know, but now I can be at peace. Now I'm at peace because I have nothing to fear now. So, you know, um, am I going to disclose my address? Nope, not doing that. Mm -mm. Because like I said, I'm, I'm done. I'm moving forward with my life and I wish um, other people would do the same, but um I'm also not, I'm, I'm also not going to be stupid, right? <laughs> like, I, I know, I know that, um, I'm not going to be stupid. Let's just leave it at that. Um, the first defense against psychological abuse is rising in your divine power and taking back control of your mind. Psychological abusers feed off your emotional energy. So being emotionally well is your greatest weapon against a psychological abuser. A psychological abuser is an adult living with an abnormality known as arrested development. They are struck. They are stuck at the age of their mental and emotional trauma, and they communicate from that mental and emotional space. 
They are like children who have no control over their emotions and react to hurt or pain in an emotionally inappropriate way. We expect this from children, right? And as parents, we are here to love, nurture, and guide them through those tough emotions. But we're not, we're, that's not our job to do that with a psychological abuser. That's the psychological, especially an adult. It's their job to go and get the counseling, to go and get the healing, to go and get, you know, pick up the resources that's going to help them to recognize those emotions and to, you know, allow those triggers to be their guides and say, hey, what is this trying to teach me? Because it's always trying to teach us something, right? Um, a psychological abuser didn't have that healthy love. Nurturing and guidance, they live primarily in their negative or dark emotions because they haven't learned the benefits of self-love. They haven't learned the benefits of self-love's restorative, transformative, and healing power. The only way to end the vicious and endless cycle of psychological abuse is to heal it within ourselves. Learning to love ourselves and recognize our negative emotions as signals alerting us to change something within ourselves will assist us with, the, with conquering the darkness within once we conquer the darker emotions within ourselves, we no longer desire to war with the darker emotions in others. We stop reacting emotionally and start acting from an emotionally well space. Reacting negatively drains our life force energy, which is our greatest currency. When we learn this, we stop allowing others to get rich off our energy. I stopped responding, I started asking myself questions, and I started channeling my negative emotions into creative outlets. I stopped giving my attention to the distractions I found in their harassment and stalking. I kept my focus on God and on the truth of the promises of God, specifically Jeremiah 29:11 from the Message Bible, which reads, This is God's word on the subject. As soon as Babylon's 70 years are up and not a day before, I'll show up and take care of you as I promised and bring you back home. I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out, plans to take care of you, not abandon you, plans to give you the future you hope for. Babylon was a city that dominated regions for centuries, and psychological abuse has dominated generations for centuries. The only way to end the curse of psychological abuse is through self-love's restorative, transformative, and healing power. Self-love can heal, restore, and transform our hearts, minds, bodies, and souls to our divine identity as gods and goddesses. I hope you enjoyed these reactions and these thoughts as much as I enjoyed writing them, and I hope they bless you on your healing journey through the power of self-love. Take back your power, transform your life, and thrive beyond psychological abuse. I love you. So, um, I'll start reading from this on the next podcast. Let me go ahead and do these healing mantras. We'll do three cards like I always do, and then... Um, I'm probably over an hour. <laughs> I think I'm almost right at, yeah, because it's like, I think that other video was like 35 and this one is like 20. So, um, yeah, yeah. Here we go, yeah. Do this, Archangel, Spirit Guides. Healing. Ascended masters that wish to see us walk the highest path. Thankful and grateful for the messages that will come forth to give us the healing that we need to go forth on this journey. 
I thank y'all for being here. I love, 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 love each and every one of y'all. Um, I thank you for being a Divine Empowerment Podcast listener supporter. I did take off the subscription. Um, I'm taking off the subscriptions for this one, for this these new episodes. So enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. I'm glad to be back. I am happy to have y'all here. Um, I thank y'all because y'all... Um, Y'all monthly contribution supports future podcast episodes and community community efforts courtesy of Aaliyah's Legacy of Love because we are still doing that. That is my sole purpose and focus. Um, and you know what? I'm doing something new. I would love to know about y'all. Where y'all from? You ain't even got to reveal your location, but what do you like most about the Divine Empowerment Podcast? Or um, if you got any questions, you got any comments, you got any testimonies, Send that stuff to a mother's touch LLC. No, a mother's touch Inc. <laughs> at gmail.com. Y'all know mothers is with a Z. Um, thank you that these messages um, be clear and concise and for our highest good. So be and so is. Amen. 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 Um, and you know, in love and memory of Aaliyah Marie, my sweet baby. That, that little girl, man. Something else. She really and truly was. And uh, that was like, uh, the other day I had did a video and I was like, yes, Lee, mom is still doing the most. <laughs> um, but we ask that you partner with the mission of Aaliyah's legacy of love. And that is to give out love, joy, and kindness 24-7, 365 days a year. Not because you expect something in return, because kindness births love. Um, Aaliyah may be, may no longer be physically present to shine her light and her love, but her legacy of kindness and love will live on through this foundation. Love is how we will assist our world through the journey of healing and eradicate the vicious and endless cycle of abuse and ancestral hate, which perpetuates us to hurt and harm and psychologically abuse our children and others. Uh, we can only rise together in love when we choose to spread love, joy, and kindness 24-7, 365 days a year. Um, and y'all know a Mother's Touch LLC is a small business dedicated to restoring the broken spirit and wounded confidence of the child, adolescent, and adult who experience trauma and psychological abuse. And we do this through our 30-day workbook journal, confidence restoration classes, creative therapy, and sound bath therapy classes. We assist our clients with restoring or building the confidence they need to succeed mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, relationally, and financially. The end goal is to free their mind from the psychological pain of their past that's preventing them from walking in their unique divine life. And so, you know, if you struggle with freeing your mind um, from the mental anguish of psychological abuse and you, you're like, you know what, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, um, then I encourage you to purchase the copy of the 30-day workbook journal, um, which is a healthier, more confident, 30 days to a healthier, more confident version of yourself, a workbook journal, um, and it's going to guide you through 30 days of loving yourself. Let's go ahead and get these healing mantras. Acknowledging apprehension, balancing the brain, and resolving anger. Conflict reminds me when I need more space for myself. Let's 
When anger is resolved, you are able to see your emotional reactions or the abrupt responses of others as evidence of profound transformation. Didn't I just say that? Like you, it's, they are triggers, right? They're warning signals like, okay, something, I need to work on something within myself. But a lot of people project that. Um, profound transformation taking place. When anger is present, it acts as a sign of needing more space to face the feelings that are ready to be healed or to balance. The patterns of doing with moments of silent being. As you resolve anger, you are able to find the time you need to be both rested and productive. This this mantra is ideal for managing stress, depending a deepening interpersonal communications and tempering frustration. Balancing the brain. I can't be and do all at once. Yes, you can. When the brain is balanced, you are no longer bouncing back and forth between being and doing. You allow each action to be expressed from a space of mindfulness, peace, and ease. In a balanced brain, each inner battle has been won, which makes it easier to navigate around those whose minds are still entrenched in conflict. Yes, it does. From the space you are, from this space, you are able to do all that needs to be done while, while operating from your soul's natural state of being. This mantra is ideal for reducing stress at work, being a more mindful parent, and increasing le levels of accountability. And then acknowledging apprehension. When, it, when it's a yes, nothing can stop me. When I'm unsure, it's always a no. <sighs> when apprehension is acknowledged, you become aware of a constant back and forth between Polarities. As the back and forth movement occurs, it can feel really nearly impossible to make decision, decisive, empowering choices. As you acknowledge and apprehension, any apprehension, recognize that either it is your heart trying to warn you of an old choice or pattern you're about to repeat, or it is a sense of unworthiness that makes you unsure about how to step into onto the biggest stage you dream of commanding. The power of discernment bubbles closer to the surface. The more often your apprehension are, apprehensions are acknowledged, and it and it is needed to determine which of these two options is true. This mantra is ideal for resolving indecisiveness, balancing impulsive behaviors, and trusting your instincts. All right, y'all. So, um, if you're interested in sending a love offering um, in support of Aaliyah's Legacy of Love, you can do that directly. Um, on Aaliyah's Legacy of Love website, and it is aaliyahslegacyoflove.org. Um, and all links are listed below in the uh, listed in the description box below. And we thank you in advance for your love, your kindness, and your support. Um, I love y'all, and I thank y'all for joining me today. But before I let you go, I will close the podcast with a prayer of love. Divine God. Universe, universal life force, source, Mother Earth, Mother Nature, energy life force, my prana, chi, my world, my life, my everything. I love you so much. So much. I love you with everything that is in me. It is only by your grace and clinging to you that I'm able to continue on this journey. Because you told me, you told me that the weapons were formed 
but they won't prosper. He told me that with the enemy meant for evil, it will all work out for my good. And I trust you. You are my constant. But this is not about me. You know how I feel about you. Because I radiate that in everything that I am and everything that I do know. This is about those souls that have a hard time surrendering to your love. God, the only thing that I can ask is that you continue to allow me to be a vessel. I know that comes with a lot of pain. I know it does. And the moment that I asked you to teach me how to love like you, you showed me that. Because that's how you love. You continue to love. Even when we betray you. Even when we turn our backs on you. Even when we hurt and harm and kill one of your own because they are you. Aaliyah was you. She was you in the flesh because your heart that a child's heart is so close to you. You are in every child. And that's why there's an attack on children. So God, God, I just pray that those adults that, that whose, whose childhood was stolen, whose innocence was stolen, that they would Begin to get back to that, that childlike energy, because we all can have it. It's not just for me. I know a lot of people see me and say, oh, she's just like a child, right? Because my heart is close to you. And your hearts can be close too. We got to heal that trauma. We got to heal that mental anguish. We got to overcome the generational curse and ancestral cycle of psychological abuse. It's time for us to start to stop hurting and harming one another because we're in pain. And it's, start, it's time for us to start spreading love, joy, and kindness to each other. God, I love you. You know I do, whether I'm in feast, whether I'm, whether I'm feasting or I'm in famine. You are it for me. You are my everything. And I'm, I'm thankful and grateful that I get to do this. That I get to be in this particular vessel. That I get to be this particular person at this time. I don't take this for granted. I don't take it lightly. And I thank you for trusting me. I love you, I thank you, and so be it, and so it is. For more inspiration, follow me on TikTok, and don't forget to watch the next video.